After his son is captured in the Great White Barrier Reef and taken to Sydney, a timid clownfish sits out on a journey to bring him home. Welcome to the Walt Vault with Michelle, Andre, Louise, and me, Emily. We're a family-friendly podcast where we pick a new Disney movie each week. We watch it, share our thoughts, and then relate it to pop culture, fandoms, and anything else that pops into our heads. Enjoy! Hello and welcome to the Walt Vault, episode 70! Episode 70, we are seniors. We are recording very early in the morning. I mean, not very early. But I like, no, this is very early. But it's early. It's on a Saturday. It's early. Uh, no, no. You walked in the door and I was still asleep in my bed. Okay, this is early. <laughs> I like water. What? What? I like water. Are you are you talking about I like the ocean. Oh. Are you talking about Jeez. your affinity with the with the water? Oh, just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. We're talking about the finding Nemo. This la, week la, 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 we la. are discussing <laughs> 2003's Pixar animated film. Y'all said it was early. So. Finding, <laughs> finding Nemo. Also, the reason we're recording so early is because Andre and I are going to a family reunion later. We were also up semi-late because a certain somebody named Luis graduated with his master's degree. He is no longer the Padawan. Master, he Down, out, down, out. Luis is a master. So, congratulations, Luis. Congrats, Luis. He's he's not on mic right now. He's doing He's doing dishes. He said thank you. He's being a good husband. So, yeah. Congrats to Luis. And shout outs to him. And his new degree. And two shout out to Finding Nemo. Two degrees on the wall. A movie that we're doing that came out in the year 2003, starring Ellen DeGeneres mm-hmm. as Dory yep. and... Who else? Someone as Marlon <laughs> and someone <laughs> as Nemo. It's Albert Brooks as Marlon and then a kid <laughs> named Alexander Gould as Nemo. Which we looked at a picture of the kid as like how young he was when he played Nemo. And then we looked at one now and we were like, whoa. I mean, aging. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's well, like, I mean, he was like ten, and now he's like twenty-five or whatever. Yeah, isn't that crazy? <laughs> oh god! Think he said he was born in ninety-four. No, he's not twenty-five. Then he's twenty. What year were you Four? born? Ninety-three. Oh shoot! He's twenty-five. He's twenty-five then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What, what year I were you born? I was born in ninety-three. I'm yeah, twenty-six. Yeah, so one year. Yeah. <laughs> and you're twenty-six. <laughs> As, totally, I forgot how to do math. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh Andre, god. first impressions of the Finding Nemo. Oh, um, I love how it's the Finding Nemo too. The Finding Nemo. The Finding Nemo. The Finding Dory. We're talking about the Finding Nemo. The Finding of Nemo. Um, this is a great movie. It's 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 very fun and. And uh, I like I like I like the water as well. I like to watch it. I don't like to be in it, but I like <laughs> to watch the water and its occupants. So this <laughs> movie had, had a lot of good fish stuff in it, and uh, and it was fun. Um, I don't remember the first time I watched this. I assume I went to the theaters to see it as a as a youngling. I was probably like twelve when this movie came out. I think. So um, I, I I assume I enjoyed it then as well. Who else? All right. Michelle's first impression, in case you didn't know my voice, <laughs> apart from Emily. Oh, my. Um, <laughs> Michelle. You know, as as all movies with ocean creatures go, I've seen <laughs> I've seen this movie at least like 50 times. OK, because my younger sister was very obsessed with it. Therefore, we just watch it all the time. 
So do I have this movie memorized? Yes. Was I saying the lines a lot? Yes. Is it a great movie? Yes. Does it make you feel things? Yes. <laughs> so you like it? So I like it. It's a good movie. It's not my favorite Pixar movie, but it's it's up there. It's good. I like it. Emily. Uh-oh. It's a movie. Oh. Oh, no. Disagreement oh. on the wall, Paul. <laughs> it's a movie. It's a movie. I mean, it's... It, it movie it's that on you film. Enjoy? It's also on a DVD. Uh huh. Yeah. So, and, um, so what's your first impression? <laughs> <laughs> we know it's a movie. Mm-hmm. It was uh, made by Pixar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll these say it. Emily thinks this movie subpar. These are all facts. <laughs> it okay? There is nothing wrong with this movie. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed parts of it, but I remember watching it as a kid and being bored. What? Oh, I was. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't connect. Fish are friends, not food. Come on. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> I I don't like to eat fish, so I agree with that statement. Uh-huh. But I also um, then I watched it again, and eh, I, I like I said, there was freaking funny parts, right. but not my favorite movie. Mm. But there's nothing wrong with it, so it's not like I didn't like right. a certain yeah. thing. It's just it didn't connect. How how you feel me. about Finding Nemo is probably almost how I feel about Finding Dory. Probably, yeah. Because yeah, like I, I, liked, I liked it. It was cool. See, I liked Finding Dory a lot better. Ah, uh, I didn't. So I liked it. It was cool. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. But it just wasn't your. Favorite. I don't think I'll really ever watch it again. Like mm-hmm. that. That's how I feel about Finding Dory. Yeah. So interesting. Interesting perspective. Luis, first impressions of Finding Nemo. Exactly the same as Ems. I wasn't very thrilled on Nemo, hmm. but I did like Dory a whole lot more. Finding Dory. I did like Dory a whole lot more. Yes. Yes. Well, I mean, just funny because when Dory came on screen, he was like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she's she's bigger there. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, I think the reason I appreciate this movie so much is that as Pixar likes to do, they put a lot of research into this movie. So everything looks fabulous yeah. oh my gosh everything looks lifelike the first couple scenes like when they're in the in the reef still when mm-hmm. they're on in amazing yes so gorgeous like and the way that the water moves or even silly things like how mr ray sings a song about protozoa whatever you know like they they did a lot of research into this movie about the different creatures and how things actually work in the ocean or even the EAC. I'm like, I didn't know what that was before yep. this movie, you know? So yep. props to Pixar for that, but what else is to be expected of Pixar? You it's kind of like so. they made a whole movie based on the song Under the Sea from The Little Mermaid. They're like, okay, well, what if we show them how Under the Sea is better <clears throat> down where it's wetter? And we took it from Sebastian. Take it from <laughs> him. <laughs> Sebastian has now crushed the very, turtle. Very few crabs, though. True. Yeah, he's definitely not. He's not that fun. (laughs) (laughs) We're kidding, Louis. Louis, if you're gonna talk, sweetie, you have to be on the microphone. Different accent too. Well, can you pick it up? It's literally two inches from your face. Get him a. uh, We gotta get Louis a headset because he's 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 mobile. He got mad that we talk crap on Sebastian. No, I'm just saying they're completely. They are completely living. You're correct. Uh, <laughs> so Sebastian annoyed me. So so I have to say, <laughs> another thing Pixar is very very good at is breaking your heart in the first ten minutes of a movie. So you know, yep. and, and this is like a recurring theme with Pixar movies. Like, let's kill someone right <laughs> now, so that you're really sad already. It's like, so where are the stakes? <laughs> are the stakes like 
in the middle, or yeah. can we take them super high? Like, right? Sticks. And they just there. have to do that. So I remember being like, oh, cute, a cute little clownfish couple. Oh, look at all their babies. Boom, eaten by a barracuda. That's kind of rude, Pixar. <laughs> it's kind of sad. Super but rude. it also makes sense because that's why Marlon is an overprotective father of Nemo. The only fish who made it alive out of the barracuda, which it's, we get it's <laughs> out weird of the barracuda. You start, you start thinking of the what ifs. What if she hadn't swam straight into that little and gone thingness. back in the anemone? Yeah. yeah, right. Well, like, would the barracuda, the barracuda have probably even would have eaten all the eggs, but not them. Well, I mean, I kind of look at it in terms of she led them straight to the eggs. Yeah, she telegraphed. Yeah. She, she told him where they were. She looked down. She headed right down there. He was like, ooh, a fish. Ooh, and But eggs. I understand why she did it, because her mama protected Oh, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Can't not, fault her. I'm not saying it's it was unjustified. I'm just like, I would have done it. And it's interesting. It's just like, yeah. if it wouldn't have happened. It's <laughs> interesting to see. I, I don't really like Marlon. Like, he's not my favorite character at all by far. But it is interesting seeing him be, like, so happy with Coral at the beginning and then just, like, a crazy overprotective father and then, you know, his character arc at the end and he's, like, happy again, which is nice. Yeah, he's got some OCD, uh, PTSD (laughs) going on. PTSD for sure. (laughs) Well, and then, and that's, I mean, I feel like I'm a broken record now with, with being a parent, but, like... So I wasn't, like I said, not hugely fond of it as a kid. And then when I rewatched it, this was the first time I rewatched it as, as an, an adult. adult. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Very much so as an adult. But also, again, now I'm a parent. As a mom, yeah. And I, when I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, God. Right? right. Because this is 100% the whole relationship is parental on yes. every front. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Even of Marlon and Nemo. Marlon and yeah. Dory. Marlon, Marlon and Dory, and, yes. and, and then, like, when Nemo gets to the dentist office, like, Gil mm-hmm. and yes. Nemo. Like, everything is that, like, familial, like... I love Gil. You know, so it's... I'm watching this, and you're, like, watching Sacrifice, and you're watching all these things, and then the feels come, and I'm like... <laughs> well, Andre and I both stupid. said, we were like, you know Who's why Gil? Emily hates this movie? The the black and white fish that has, like, the... With the yellow stripe. In the oh, that's right. Yeah, you mean, I like uh, William Defoe. <laughs> yeah, him. Yes. yes. But, uh, Andre and William. I, when we started watching this, because obviously this movie is a feel movie. Yeah, it has those moments. We were like, "Oh, this is why Emily doesn't like this movie." <laughs> 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 like any any time we watch a Disney movie that has any sort of parental feelings, now we're like, "Yeah, Emily's gonna hate this." Yeah, <laughs> she's not gonna dig it. <laughs> and the worst part is that I, f- <laughs> when I say that I hate it, it's because I don't. <laughs> Everyone, P- <laughs> this is your public service announcement. I don't like to deal with feelings. Oh. It's just what? Much- so Emily you don't doesn't wanna- like to deal with feelings? <laughs> so you don't want to watch the fox and the hound? Oh my and God. Michelle's overly emotional? <laughs> what? Well, and that's, that's why we work together. It just makes so it just makes life so much harder for me to like watch it. And, oh, and for sure. So it it they did a very good portrayal of the whole thing. Yes. I think that that's exactly how I would act. I think I would be like totally a helicopter parent just around oh, yeah. your kid 24 7 all right um, you're gonna say safe well, i'm gonna make sure literally it's gonna cracks me up when marlon's like you go in and then you go back <laughs> in <laughs> so and then you go out and then you go back in and, and then you go out and then if you want to do it a fourth time <laughs> like, Dad. it's literally hilarious <laughs> well and then we didn't even like touch on this which people know that he has like what they call his lucky fin but again not, gimp not fin. only is he the only kid that's left, his wife is gone, you know, all 7,000 right. kids or whatever are gone. But he's, you know, he, he he's, has a, he's a tiny fin. fin. Yeah. And they're saying, like, he's not a good swimmer, but I never really noticed that he can't swim that well. Like, I, I think Maybe he swims he's fine. Maybe he's just that he's not as fast. 
Like yeah. I, I don't ever really see him like limp, like limp swimming or whatever. <laughs> swimming. You know, like <laughs> you imagine if he limps. A little swam. crutch for like, his. Like he seems, <laughs> he seems fine. But I mean, I tiny of course, Tim of fish. <laughs> of course, that gives Marlin just another reason God to bless be us. overprotective. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know what? I don't think you can limp in the water, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's just like you're slightly turning to one side. It's a, yeah, that's what I meant. It's like, it's like a, yeah. a, a limp swim. He's just always know. swimming in circles. Oh just my ah. god! I don't know. Would you rather? Would you rather have a? <laughs> would you rather have a, a limpy fin, or would you rather be H two O intolerant in this situation? Mm. I don't know. God, it's that like little seahorse is hilarious. It's like being in a rowboat with one oar and one tennis racket. Just, <laughs> ah, this isn't working. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I'm H two O intolerant. I'm obnoxious. Yeah. <laughs> the obnoxious one. That's very. You are though. <laughs> I like how the dad's like, "Oh, tell us a joke." Oh my <laughs> then he's gosh! Like, he's not very funny for a clownfish, dude. <laughs> as a comedian, that that every time they ask him to tell a joke, it's triggering for me. I don't. <laughs> like, like, no, no, no. <laughs> you don't That's get to so just funny. demand me to be funny I don't, right I now. I can't remember what it, we were talking about, but. <laughs> a couple weeks ago, I was talking to my mom and she's like, oh, I remember it was when you did. So Andre did a comedy show a couple of months ago um, in in one of our surrounding cities. And he was he got it recorded. And mm-hmm. so we were waiting for like it to be on YouTube or whatever. So oh, we could yes. watch it. And I was telling my mom that I'm like, oh, my God, he said it was so good. We can't wait to see it. And she's like, just ask him to do it like in your house. Like, just tell him. <laughs> Just tell him, like, no, no, no. to tell you his jokes. <laughs> no. And I looked at her and I was like, that's not how it works. That's the thing you don't <laughs> ask no, a works. comedian. Carol. Like, <laughs> I'm no. like, I love Andre and he probably would tell me, like, part of his set if I asked him to. But I'm not going to be like, Andre, stand up it's now. It's not the same experience. Yeah. <laughs> there has to be an atmosphere. All of that. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> That I tell people. He's gonna touch the butt. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Okay, so, okay. So this scene where where Marlon is dropping Nemo yes. off at school for the first time, where he keeps saying, "Oh, we, you can wait a year. We don't have to. We don't have to go to school right now. We can. <laughs> we, can we can wait five or six years. That'd be fine." I, I really be like twenty one. I know. <laughs> hey, what's up? Deathbed. It's kindergarten. <laughs> How we doing? Kindergarten, sir. <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> uh, but I, I really like it because it, it shows off that sense of like fish community. Like I like that they all go to a school that's taught by a stingray. I like Mr. Ray. He's yes. so funny. Um, my favorite thing. Is he a stingray or a manta ray? He's, he's probably a, a manta ray. Huh? Or maybe some other kind of ray. He's a ray. He looks like <laughs> a. Definitely a ray. He looks like a manta ray, not a stingray sure. because of his coloring. Well, and no, I think he's a manta ray. Yeah, mm-hmm. because I, the stinger ones have like that really like distinct long like long stinger, long yeah, stinger, yeah. and I think they're usually like brown, brownish, brown, yeah, like, mm-hmm. like, yeah. And he's like blue. He's like blue. Um, ask Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> He'd know the difference. Wow, oh, Lou. Awkward. First of all, you took it there. It wasn't Crocodile Dundee. It was the other guy. It was Steve Irwin. Steve Irwin. <laughs> Steve Irwin there the, you go. The, the yeah, out, what is his? Did he have and a He died a by a stingray, did not a, a manta ray. Who? The Steve Irwin. Did he? Oh. Crocodile Hunter. Was he the Crocodile Hunter? Yes, I should know. I literally was obsessed with him and had an Australia jar that I would put money in so I could go visit him as a kid, and oh. I never went. Because he died. Because he died. You go visit right. his. You go visit his kid. I also, well, I also had a. You journal. also called him Crocodile Dundee because <laughs> that's not a knife. It's definitely not. This a is a knife. That's not a. Sneaker. I think that's when I switched that's over to ocean animals. Was when uh, Steve Irwin died. I used to have this journal and I would write every single different type of reptile and a bio of them. And then he died, and I was like, guess I have to like to ocean now. You had to go know. seek revenge on that stingray that took out Steve Irwin. <laughs> 
No, definitely not. <laughs> anyways, okay, moving on. So, <laughs> so I think a turning point kind of in the relationship of Nemo and Marlin. Oh, I was gonna is, say you and Sierra. <laughs> no, is when Nemo tells his dad that he hates him, which is really hard. It was so sad. It's very heartbreaking. <laughs> you know what? But man, if I were him, I'd be like. Dude, what do you know? You're five. <laughs> yes, but to Marlin, remember, <laughs> be if, we're, go- if we're going back to the beginning, he tells Coral, what if they all hate me? Yeah, what, yeah. If, what if they don't so, like me? And that moment when Nemo says, I hate you, he's like, oh, you know, like this, it's terrible. Well, um, can we pause? Because Luis walked away from the mic, so I'm going to say, I'm going to call big old BS on what you just said. <laughs> if Adeline ever said that to him, he would be heartbroken. He would okay, be heartbroken. So you, yeah. you don't uh, He's even shaking know. his head. All yeah. right. Come okay. back to me when she's 13 I and know. you don't let her go out and she's and hormones like, are raging. Hate you. And he's he's going <laughs> to cry. Like, yeah. <laughs> Some mm-hmm. tears will fall into his beard. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> his beard's beard. longer by then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then so then it's really a turning point also when Nemo swims out to touch the butt and <laughs> the boat. <laughs> and, uh, and Marlin's like, "Don't you go back here." But you know what? It, it's 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 also hard. I understand where Nemo's coming from because his dad didn't trust him. He wasn't going to yeah. go out there, you know. And this that's really what this movie is about too, is trust. He needed to trust Dory. He needed to trust Nemo. Like there's a lot of things that Marlin has to put trust in. He has to put trust in a whale, and yeah. he has a hard time putting trust in anyone because well, of what happened. To right. like letting go, a little bit and, of and also because leeway. of what happened to him. So yeah. there's a lot of these like arcs that I really really like in this movie. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's they do a good job with their character development with all of their characters mm-hmm. because like, for example, you actually all of them now that I'm thinking about it, but you could have just seen the shark scene, which we'll talk about the shark scene, mm-hmm. but you could have just seen the shark scene and that have been it. Right. But then they come <laughs> they back come at back. the end. <laughs> like every character that you see like comes back and has some type of different they've grown. Yes. They've grown in mm-hmm. some way. And that's actually really cool because yeah. so many movies will have just snippets of whatever. Yeah. And you don't, you don't really know where they went, but this so. one has like closure for mm-hmm. everybody, which, which is, is super nice. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Nemo gets uh, taken, I guess uh, this dentist dude who we have yet to meet, but he's just going out into the reef and taking fish. I don't know what, <laughs> what his deal is. I don't think is. he always takes fish. I think he said he thought he was saving Nemo because he yeah. was like out in the water. Yeah. Yeah. So I he so. he was uh, from from the fish point of view kidnapped. Yeah. From the <laughs> dentist point of view, he thought he was saving him. Saved. Which, if you think about it, it looked like. He was out there by a boat. Yeah, at least by a fish perspective. He looked far away. He was far away. He swam pretty dang far. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe he really did think like, oh, look at this poor little guy by himself. poor little fish. He's gimpy. (laughs) (laughs) He's one little fin. Yeah, so. His tennis racket I think the only other fish that he's, (laughs) the only other fish that he quote unquote saved from the ocean was Gil. All the other fish were from the pet store. Yes. So, yeah. I don't think he's just like constantly, he's taking like gimpy fish from the ocean. (laughs) Like, you know. I'm just saying he's 2-0 because. Right. Both of the fish they were he like, got we did are not gimpy. Want this. Yeah, so you know he's, he's doing his thing. Ocean. Um, so so Marlin swims off immediately, and his journey begins to find Nemo. But he runs into Dory, and Dory is my favorite. Like Dory's my favorite character by far, and I don't think anybody else could voice Dory besides Ellen DeGeneres Agreed. because it's yeah. just so so perfect. Um, and and Dory's hilarious. Like I I don't know where they came up with this idea to make a forgetful fish 
but it's kind of hilarious. Well, yeah. Yeah. have you ever heard someone say, I have the, like, like the short-term memory yeah. loss? Yeah. Well, not so much short-term <laughs> memory loss, but, like, the attention span of a fish. Oh, sure. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, yes. yeah, So yeah, yeah. I think that they just, like, expanded on but that so that right. she can't oh, remember. Oh, so funny. I love it. So she's, well, like... Especially for Marlon to be, like, the quote-unquote smarter one. Not right. smarter, but more... Like he's the straight man of yeah the cognizant one of the of the group because I think clownfish are like like pretty basic like 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 goldfish on terms of the fish smartness scale or whatever I I don't know I have (laughs) no idea clown clownfish like to stay in their anemones. But but I agree with you. I think that Ellen DeGeneres is so on a normal day, just listening to her talk, she's expressive, right? She has a really beautiful, full yeah. voice. But then I was very um I was very pleased with the range of emotion you can yeah. just hear through her voice. Mm-hmm. No, Ellen DeGeneres is a comic, so I a comedian, so I think that that was good because nobody could sing they'll just keep swimming or <laughs> do whale sounds like Ellen DeGeneres. Like I just like <laughs> I feel fully like they just let her do it. I know. Well, almost like I it reminds me of uh, how Robin Williams just did his Aladdin thing. Yep. Like I think that they fully let her do that. Yes. But yeah, she had like the full range of an emotional voice actress. So you know, it was great. Andrew Stanton, the uh, the director, he, they were originally going to have Dory be a male. Uh, but it oh, said I'm that so happy. it says that he was inspired because he watched an episode of Ellen where Ellen changed the subject of what she was saying within like one sentence five times. Just this to this to this to this to this, and it was like, oh, okay, well, Dory can be her, and then, yeah. and, then they, and then they cast her. Oh, they is, asked her awesome. to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they That's literally great. cast Ellen DeGeneres I, they cast to her. be Ellen DeGeneres. Can yes. you imagine if somebody <laughs> just came up to you and was like, "Want to be in my movie?" I'd be like, "Yes." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't so imagine cool. that and do all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that really is, that is uh, my life. That happens so. yeah. every day in my head. Yeah, so. So, <laughs> you know. but uh, Dory. And Dory is a beautiful character because I think she just keeps, like, the innocence of everything. And she balances Marlon out. So she brings him down to, like, a Mm -hmm. childlike sense that he can understand some of these things more and just try to enjoy himself. Because if you think about the fact that, okay, well, thinking about finding Dory and Dory's story, it's freaking depressing. Okay? Like, she's just, like, lost out there in the ocean by herself and she's had nobody but she still has this like fun childlike sense. Like she's enjoying herself. Yeah, she's optimistic So she's trying to push that off on Marlon, which I think is uh, very good. Yeah, yeah. he is a negative Nelly. He so is a negative Nelly when those when those little silver fish are making fun of him because he's being mean to Dory. <laughs> Hilarious. So so let's talk for a second. They 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 have like a couple like pivotal scenes in between getting. Because Marlon, once Nemo touches the butt mm-hmm. and gets abducted, Marlon Take just takes off. He's like trying to follow the boat, but it's too fast. Obviously, he's super small. He can't keep up. Mm-hmm. He runs into Dory. Dory says, like, I saw a boat. And then they start swimming off. Well, Dory keeps forgetting him. <laughs> so he has to keep reminding her of what they're Ooh, doing. Oh, I saw a boat. <laughs> and there's a couple times. So they meet what? They meet the shark. Yes. The sharks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they then meet the they sharks meet, first. Um Okay, they meet the sharks. They meet the the silver the fish. silver fish, which is hilarious. They then go, they go through the jellyfish. Well, they yep. they also go down. Oh, oh they don't, they don't yeah! After the sharks, there, they guess. go down. Oh to yes, into the bottom. Mm. The bottom. Then they come back up, meet the silverfish, go to the jellyfish, go to crush, go in a whale. Like that's intense. Yes, that, okay? that's like seven different things a, that they do before they even like. 
get, get to, to Nemo. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, no, it's insane. And so, like, no wonder Dory's like, dude, like, you're my family now. <laughs> right, <yeah. laughs> Like, if that kind of stuff happened to me with somebody, they're my family too now. It don't matter how long it was. But I'm actually assuming that it took him a very, very, very long time to get to Nemo. Oh. Like... For- well, in the no? movie, in, oh, I think it from did. Marlin's Couple point weeks. of view, it felt like a long, like a long time. But then from Nemo's point of view, it didn't seem right. Like it. it seems like it's I like think it was a, weekend, a couple weeks. You know, you think it was a couple weeks that he was in that fish yeah, tank? Yeah, well, with they all said them? that he was on the EAC for three days. Mm. I think that yeah. Uh, no, I think they got the whole timey wimey thing wrong with that one because he, even if he was deep sea fishing, the coral reef really isn't that far away from Australia. Can you put your mic up to your face? (laughs) (laughs) I was speaking loud enough. Okay. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) But we don't know where the coral reef was. They never say. You know, finding Dory, that's a whole nother story right there. They're literally going from Australia all the way to California. I would say that this movie probably takes place over the course of like a week. Like if Nemo yeah, goes, like if Nemo goes out to uh, oh, to sorry, touch guys. touch that butt, then uh, and that's like a weekend where the the dentist is going out to to take the fish and visit the reef, and then throughout the week he's at his dentist's office, and then Nemo comes in on like or Marlon and Dory come in on like okay. Friday or Saturday. I or mean more like distance that. wise, not necessarily time. They mm. probably just got delayed so much. Mm. I'm, I'm only speaking yeah. distance wise. Oh, okay, okay. Hmm. But, you, you know, let's talk about sharks. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that the shark is probably, the sharks are probably my favorite yeah? like, little yeah. sub scene just because it's because ridiculous. of just the it's ridiculousness. It's a fantastic Fish concept. Fish friends, <laughs> not food. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> my name's Bruce. <laughs> they found the scariest looking sharks. Dude, Bruce he's is so large. scary looking. Bruce is scary. His Bruce is teeth a great are light. terrifying. But the other ones... Are they're nasty. What are very their names? Scary. I think yeah. one of them one of them is called Chum and the other one is uh somebody. Chum is the one that has like the thing he in his a, nose. He has a hook in his nose, yeah, yeah which is Ugh. sad. <laughs> but also funny. Uh craziness. But the other one's Anchor. And Anchor is played by Eric Bana, who played the Hulk <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> in Hulk. No way. Yeah, dude, he was that first Hulk. He played the Hulk in Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. Hilarious. But yes, it, it is an absolutely ridiculous scene. And this is also, too, just so funny because Dory's like about it. I love when she goes up and she's like, Hi, my name's Dory. Hi, Hi Dory. Dory. <laughs> I've oh, never eaten a fish I've before. I've never <laughs> eaten a fish. And they're like, Whoa, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, it's 100%. So <laughs> I mean, obviously, they're supposed to be at like an Alcoholics Anonymous yeah. like meeting. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> but. Fishaholics Anonymous. Fish, it's Fishaholics. <laughs> it's so funny. And and when uh, <laughs> Dory's nose gets busted and bleeds a little bit, and then Bruce immediately launches into blood Ooh, and lust. his eyes change. And it's so funny because when we went to the Caribbean and we fed sharks, we were told, like, you can't just give them the fish because they won't smell it. So we had to, this sounds really gross, but we had to snap off the head and then shake it so the blood would come out. So that, because that's how they know food is near. They don't see very well. Mm-hmm. They don't those, see those big very black well. Eyes are and not they can't useful. just like smell a fish, really, unless there's like blood. So they smell the blood and then that's how they know like where the fish is. So I was like, oh, that's like totally perfect that 
he changed also once. Scary though. Once, <laughs> it's weird because well, they, they it can was, like smell blood from like a mile away. Yeah, so they smell blood <laughs> super far, but that's how they find their. And prey. can you imagine it being right in front of his face? He's like, right. all right. He literally like. Yeah, the, the oh. sharks we fed, like, you can be, like, right in front of them. They, like, can't see. Like, they just yeah. can't see very well. It's hmm. like somebody pulled a, a fresh pizza right out of an oven in front of you, and then you'd be like, Ooh, oh, I'm not yeah. supposed to be eating pizza, but uh, there's one right here. I'm eating fish tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and that chasing's hilarious, too, because the other sharks are like, remember your trainer. <laughs> He's really a nice guy, guys. Like, sorry. sorry about this. <laughs> He's normally really nice. Yes, <laughs> very good. So <laughs> it is so stupid, but in like the best way possible. Yes. It's awesome. Oh no, it's so, so funny. So everything goes kablooey. They blow up everything. Oh yeah, because the sharks hang out in a submarine <laughs> that is surrounded by, by like bombs. sea mines, and then and then they they take a a, a whole um what are the, torpedo Missile out of torpedo out of thing. the submarine and toss it onto the mines and everything explodes which is crazy and all during this they manage to still have the mask on them which is amazing <laughs> and then when everything but explodes the birds that are sitting on like the surface of the water <laughs> it looks like a little bubble comes up and the other bird goes like Nice. <laughs> and then flies away. Andre was dying <laughs> when he saw that. Uh, but can't top a fart joke. You know, so I know, like fart jokes are so after Andre. Th- this next part is like the creepiest part to me. So after they wake up, Ooh. the mask falls down to the bottom. The, the depths. depths. Yeah, so they have to go down there. To Davy Jones' locker. Yeah. literally, <laughs> like, Dory's having, like, an existential crisis. She forgets who Marlin <laughs> is, and it's like, are you my conscience? <laughs> <laughs> so yes. St- yes, I'm your conscience. <laughs> and so those those fish, the lantern fish, that, that is how they, yep. like, reel in their prey. Mm-hmm. Because it, I almost think of, like, um, Bug's Life, where he's like, the light. Yes. Mm-hmm. I can't help it. It's and so he, like, beautiful. It's that so beautiful. Yeah. And that's like what they were saying. They're like, I'm just so happy. Mm. That fish <laughs> like, is, which is so a big deal creepiest for me. fish I have <laughs> ever seen. Blech. If it's I saw teeth. that fish in real life ever, I would oh god. I mean they're they're absolutely terrifying and they live at, at a, the very bottom they, of the They ocean. live at a depth where we couldn't be down there really. Like we can't see. Well no, well, no but also but it's so pressurized yeah, the down pressure, there. We would we would be crushed yeah honestly mm-hmm. it kind of doesn't make sense that nemo and, and dory are down there but it is a f- makes for a very we'll suspend scene. that disbelief it does make <laughs> for a very good scene so and this is where <laughs> very quickly dory needs to read what it says and i really oh, yeah, don't understand dory why dory can read but <laughs> it, you know it's fine oh i think i think they might explain that in finding dory it's just because she like lived at an aquarium and there's like stuff on the walls everywhere with like signs and stuff so maybe she like learned to read i don't know p sherman 42 wallaby way sydney <laughs> which is when they first discovered that she could read. She's like, oh, look, it says escape. Hey, that's crazy. Escape. It's spelled just like escape. <laughs> <laughs> See, and that's why I love her. Though. She's so ridiculous. I so love funny. it. <laughs> so so funny. she re- she remembers what it says, and then she's just super excited. While Marlon is being chased by the, the, the glowfish. It's or fine. Whatever. They get away from the glowfish. <laughs> um, and then she just keeps chanting like, oh, I'll say it again if you want me to say it again. It's exciting. I guess I'll tell you again. Because she hasn't remembered something Thing for that long in presumably since she was a, ch- a child or whatever, right? Well, I mean, the thing about the concept, she's forgets a person, yeah, but she doesn't forget the but address. Like, that's this. pretty cool. And yeah, it is. It's uh, very interesting that she remembered, and I have also remembered since 2003, <laughs> P. Sherman 42 Wallaby Way, Sydney. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's literally hats at Disneyland that say P. Sherman 42 Wallaby Way, Sydney. And the best part is, is that you know people were trying to find. 
P. Sherman. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> probably. It's probably bet, not a real address. I hope year. it's not a real address because that oh, poor person Google it. <laughs> getting like a million things sent to them during this 2003 year. Can you imagine? Uh, that's kind of hilarious, though. But Marlon at this point is basically like, Dory, I'm going to go on without you, mm-hmm. which is kind of rude, but also kind of not. Well, I, don't I know. understand his frustration. He feels like he would get places so much quicker yeah. if he was going by himself right but think about it which he, he expresses her he literally does not know how to ask for directions no typical man <laughs> number two <laughs> she's like what he, is it with men and asking for directions <laughs> but he, he just doesn't trust people so no. he doesn't right. even feel like he could and ask also no. he would be dead if it wasn't for dory by now for sure for real absolutely so he, he needs her but then this next scene comes in with the silver fish and they're trying to cheer up dory by doing all these cool things which is awesome but well, because Marlon is like yelling at her and yeah. the fish come up to save the day. Like, hey, is this guy bothering you? Wait, this was your favorite part. <laughs> Which I appreciate. Was it? Oh, man. I thought they were, when they were like making fun of him was hilarious. Oh, they're in the background like, man, man, So they're in like, a, they're a whole bunch of fish in a school, but the school changes shapes based yeah, on what yeah. their like emotion is. Mm-hmm. And when they turn into Marlin, I thought Luis was going to lose it <laughs> because he was like a happy fish. And then like <laughs> their little shape changed. And then he was sad. He was like, <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally so funny. This is the uh, the classic Pixar cameo by John Ratzenberger. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, and it was Ham. funny, too, because I go, um, I was like, this is one of his longest cameos. And right. Luis was like, he was ham. And I was like, oh, yeah, you're yeah. right. And he not. was the flea what from A Bug's Life. It's pretty long well. in that, too. But as a cameo, like a short cameo, this might be a one, like, a one you know, scener. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was Out good of his though. one sceners, but it, it's it's brilliant, and they I like how they do it on the Turtle Talk with Crush Show too. And yeah, like turn into the stuff. Mm-hmm. It's super clever. Um, so then those fish, the fish tell him, oh, by the way, Dory, you're going in that direction, but. Don't swim over the trench. Swim through the trench. And Marlin is like, yeah, no, I'm not trusting you, which is mistake number one, which I understand <laughs> because she forgets things. And so he's like, no, they didn't tell you that. But well, and I think he heard it, but he didn't trust them either. Yeah. You know what I right. mean? Like, these are the fish that live there, bro. Right. Like, like get it together. Come on, they're not trying to he has dissuade you from finding your son. Sure. Like, it, like, oh, you're you're on a valiant journey to get your son. <laughs> I do not want you to get but your son. But the reason what? the trench looks so scary is because there's fish bones in it from all the fish who, like, died getting eaten by the jellyfish. Right, it's going kind over. of super crazy. Yeah. Go through. Okay. Luis just yelled, jellyfish don't eat fish. That's true. But, but they, that doesn't mean they don't kill them. They, they killed yeah, them. Yeah. I mean, time. if they get stuck in the tentacles and they fall to the ground. And big whatever. time. Mm-hmm. Um, so this next scene is honestly kind of terrifying because. But it's beautiful. It's actually one of really the coolest cool. looking scenes. Yeah. It, it's definitely very cool looking. But also I did a report on jellyfish in elementary school and those things are no joke. They you are very scary. You don't want to get near a jellyfish. They could kill one of us. Depending on the kind of jellyfish. Oh, it is. yeah. Right. Um, so they decide to bounce on the tops because the tops don't sting you. And Marlon kind of lets loose a little bit now. He's like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to beat you. And it is really super sad that Dory gets stung, you know, well, or whatever. Yeah, she's, but she was doing very well and then uh, and then fell behind. But I it's guess. okay. But I think this was like a turning point in their relationship. For sure. Like, it was like, okay, maybe I need to start trusting Dory now. But it's okay because they meet some turtles. <laughs> and this is my favorite part of yes. the movie. I literally think that Crush's character is so funny. Like, just 
He's the most chill little turtle ever. I mean, he's not little. He's like 150. But I mean, he's a, he's a big turtle. He's a big turtle. So they finally get to the EAC, which is where they're supposed to be. And Crush introducing Squirt and all the little turtles is brilliant. And I think Marlin meeting someone who's so, like, open and trusts his kids and, like, does things like mm-hmm. that was good. Like, he saw another basically single father figure because I didn't see the mom anywhere, mm-hmm. you know. Right. So I think that was helpful for him. Yeah, absolutely. And this this is after uh, uh, Dory has been hurt, so he's yeah. he's in like he's in like double dad mode. He's like, well, my new friend is is down for the count if, if before she starts getting up and playing with all the turtles, and then also my son is still missing. But this guy is able to have fun with his son in a dangerous ish situation and still trust him, and and they're going on famously. And he's living to one hundred and fifty years old, so uh, yeah. should be should be fine. Should be fine. Should be fine. Should be fine. Righteous. Righteous. (laughs) I love the little turtle talk with Crush. Crush, I think, is is my favorite. Righteous. He's he's definitely very cool. And Squirt. I like Squirt. Yeah. When he's he's trying to tell them how to exit, he's like, you're ripping, really budget. And they're like, I don't know what you're trying to say. It's like he's trying to speak to me. me. I I know it. I can't understand. (laughs) So I think we need to arc back to where Nemo is during all of this nonsense. Oh, yeah. We've kind of skipped over Nemo. Nemo. So Nemo gets taken by I the love that you just called him Mino because that's what <laughs> Mino. Addy calls him. <laughs> Mino. Mino. She's like, Mino. Mino. <laughs> Finding Aww, Mino. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, so um, Nemo has been taken by the dentist. Shark bait. To, to <laughs> live in his fish tank in the dentist's office. And this is another inspiration for the movie. Um, Andrew Stanton, the director, said that he he was inspired to do this because when he was a kid, the only good thing about the dentist was the fish tank in the dentist's yeah. office. Oh, most fish tanks are in dentist's office. Yeah. He would go look at the fish and assume that they were taken from the ocean and just wanted to get back home. So that's oh. kind of like the whole crux of <laughs> That's so clever. Story, which but is very fun. I even appreciated the fish tank just because I was like, this is a good ecosystem. He has the shrimp to keep everything clean. Mm-hmm. He has the starfish for looks. Mm-hmm. And then he has the different kind of fishies yep. and flow the and my bubbles. Love bubbles. And, you know. <laughs> and then he has a puffer fish. Like if I saw his aquarium, I'd be like, yeah, this is a legit aquarium. Oh, yeah. Right. Like he, he has very cool fish oh, in yeah, there. It's very for cool. sure. And the shrimp, Jacques, to keep things clean. Wait. 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 Mm-hmm. How does he do that little click thing? I can't do the pop. Well, I know he pops. Yeah, that. <laughs> so. Andre with the effects, everyone. And it's sad because poor Nemo's like a baby fish and he's terrified because he's like in this confined space, which is crazy because I'm not used to it. Um, but he gets what? Sucked up into the filter, which is even more sad. I'm like, he's that small. He got sucked up into the filter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so Gil comes out and Gil is like the ringleader of these fishies. Um, he's like an anglerfish or something, but he ha- he's like black and yellow and he has like all these scars and like a broken fin. We don't really know what happened to him. Like they never really say no. what happened to him. We just know he's kind of been, he's been messed injured. up, mm-hmm. injured. So he's got a hard shell. I don't know. <coughs> hard you know, exterior. it's funny because this was another moment in the movie. Well, there's a couple moments in the fish tank where I, as a kid, didn't like it Mm -hmm. and or didn't understand it so i didn't like it kind of a thing because so nemo gets sucked up into the filter and immediately gil is like don't help him Mm -hmm. he needs to get out on his own and i think in my kid brain i was like that's right oh he's mean he is so he's the bad one i like Gil a lot and i thought he was like really like a bad character and then i don't think i understood like his 
character, like how he then was a good guy. Do you right. know what I mean? Yes. Um, <clears throat> but as an adult, I'm looking at it, and there, unfortunately, there's like a lot of different ways you can look at it. Like number one, he wanted Nemo to be able to get out on his own to like himself. prove to himself he could do it. Mm-hmm. But then he also wanted him to be able to get out so that he could then could test him, test him mm-hmm. to use him to have everyone get yes. out. Gil. That's so why he initiated him. Gil, Gil is smart. Yes. Gil's main ammo is getting back to the ocean. And you Gil can tell is he like just a, stews on it. He's like day. a classic Obi-Wan Dumbledore figure. He's like, For sure. this kid is going to solve all my problems. Well, <laughs> I just got to train and, him up and, a little and bit. Gil realizes he's in the wrong. Like when yeah. Nemo almost gets hurt and right. stuff. But my favorite my favorite fish tank scene is when they initiate him. It's just so ridiculous. <laughs> well, the other part. Like, you didn't I think did, that was funny as a kid? As a kid, I didn't get it. Shark like, bait. Ooh, ha, ha. I thought they were being mean to him. Right. Like, I thought that oh. they were going to, like, hurt him. Mm-hmm. Like, Make him go through the ring of fire. Yeah, like, I thought it was going <laughs> to be. Mount Wanahaka I thought it was a bad thing, but, like, now as an adult, I'm like, this is hilarious. Oh, it it's was so literally, uh, like, me and my sisters used to always like say wanna hawk a loogie mm-hmm. all the time because you're so funny mm-hmm. or go around the house chanting like shark bait Ooh, ha, ha. we we did a lot of so funny yeah a lot of that a lot of that it's literally it's kind of culty but it's it's hilarious and it, it, well, it we does seem like it's so dangerous but he just swims through the bubbles yeah like, <laughs> honest, me and michelle were in a sorority so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's, it's not that cold. Secret society it's nonsense. <laughs> but it's just funny. And I like how the little, the like half purple, half yellow fish is like, ooh. <laughs> 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 Our initiation was not that cool. The starfish is like, he's too young. <laughs> being all dramatic. But we know like they're being dramatic on purpose to like scare Nemo, yeah. which is just. Fish tank scenes are really funny. Uh, like there's so a lot funny. of humor in, in both. And that, and that initiation scene is like the funniest. It's peak funny. And, and it's like the, the scene I remember the most as a kid, like loving, which yes. is so funny that you thought like they were being mean. Yeah. But I think my parents thought it was so funny. And then we just all were like, ah, it's so funny. You well, know? and now I think it's even funnier because so you're you're watching this scene and I, I don't think I understood like to the f- to the fish already there mm-hmm. what it meant to initiate. Right. Yeah. Like now that he was initiated, they were going to do whatever it took mm-hmm. to save him yes because I feel now like, he's one of us right so i mean i guess had they not initiated him they would have like let him <laughs> been cold to him like bye give him a cold Darla fish shoulder <laughs> yeah right <laughs> you know what get out of here you're better off in darla's hands <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because like once that scene happened no matter what you felt like the camaraderie like he, they were going to save nemo yes absolutely so that was really cute but also fish tank buddy and the fact that they call him shark bait is <laughs> you want to <laughs> really know the funny. funniest thing about this whole thing mm. so we watched this movie and my my mom laughs the first time they call him shark bait. Okay. Like, and I, I just thought she was laughing because like, and again, we were, how old were we at 2003? I, I think, I think 11 or 12 early, early. Okay. Something early. Like yeah. And my mom like laughed super hard. And then after we come out of the theater and my mom tells me, my friends used to call me shark bait in high school. What? <laughs> I was like, what? She's like, because I'm so white, they used to call me shark what? bait. And I'm like, that- what? <laughs> so, anywho, my oh, mom I'm calling is your mom Sharkbait the next time I see her. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> I thought it was so funny. Oh um, so, there you go. Full circle Sharkbait. Yeah, Sharkbait. Ooh, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
that's great. Nice job, Carol. Um, so yeah, so so Nemo is in the fish tank, and it's not a terrible existence in there. But he does want to want to get back home, and yeah. and uh, which is also helpful because all of the other fish in there are ready to leave as well. For sure. So they've been planning little escapes here and there throughout the years, I guess. And <laughs> now that Nemo is here, they can probably enact this new escape plan. Which is also important because the dentist, he took Nemo in the first place, I guess, so that he could give him as a gift to Darla, his niece, who is one of the most terrifying little uh, little children. Scariest looking little She's seven like or eight year old. Eight. Why does she have full on braces? It doesn't make any sense. Those are baby teeth. Those are messed up. <laughs> he's just teeth, he's just he was just practicing orthodontistry. And he is way too excited. Yes. Uh, no, excuse me. She is way too excited and she shakes Every fish to death. Every fish. Like, no matter what. I don't think she's ever gotten a fish all the way home. Because no. as soon as a bag is handed to her, he probably should just take the fish over to her house and put it in her fish tank rather than handing her a fish in a bag. Yep. That'd probably be smart. Yeah, you know, that would just fix the whole problem. Yeah, it would fix everything. Shake the whole yes. tank. So, so Darla is is uh, a, an impending doom for Nemo. <laughs> so they Which have, is hilarious that yes. a child is the impending <laughs> yeah. doom. So they have to escape out of the fish tank before she gets there. Otherwise, Nemo's dead and they can't escape and they're stuck in the fish tank forever. So the plan is to dirty up the fish tank so much so that uh, that the dentist has to take them out to clean it. And then they can, within their bags, roll out of the window, go across a busy street and fall into the ocean. My favorite thing is that they know him so well that they know that he's going to individually oh bag them. And then they're all dental experts. They're oh all just... <laughs> I'll just watching him do dentist stuff Is all this the time. Excisor excision. Subterraneous. And then the seagull flies in and is like, oh, they're doing a rip canal. <laughs> is he using the blah blah blah? He watches too? Like goodness gracious. This dude got too many animals in his <laughs> office. <laughs> this cannot be a clean no, like this is a medical <laughs> office. Gross. He's got a pelican in the window. It's often. a pelican. You're right. It's not a seagull. Right. Yeah. No. The seagulls are the are the, the seagulls are the mines. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about the pelican because the pelican is actually super super instrumental. Yeah. He's in, cool. In this. What is, in the seal? What is his so, name? I don't know. Nigel. 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 Played by Jeffrey Rush. Oh, Jeffrey Rush from Pirates. <clears throat> Jeffrey Rush is Barbosa. Barbosa. One of my yes. favorite characters. Mm-hmm. So. Nigel is really important because as a pelican, we know that the way that they get fish is they fly really low, mm-hmm. scoop up water and fish, and then... And just keep it in their big old mouths yeah. for a little while and, and then, then snack throughout the day, I guess. <laughs> and have <laughs> perpetual snackage. Yeah. Michelle, <laughs> be a pelican. <laughs> Hashtag like. always snacking. <laughs> <laughs> but anywho, so... As a fish, you already fear birds, but like I feel like pelicans are like extra scary. Right. So he knows about Nemo because he comes in the window and he likes Nemo, and they everyone's talking about this fish who is like swum across yes. the ocean to find the, their kid. The tale of Marlin going to find Nemo has been spread far and wide throughout the ocean, which is just too fantastic. Honestly, it's a great game of telephone. They're all getting all the right beats. Like oh, it doesn't I know. seem over exaggerated at all or anything. No, it's not like when we play telephone and we go from I like potatoes to to I remember potato farmer and I've. <laughs> <laughs> Created the potato famine on accident. <laughs> I am Irish. I love. <laughs> I died in the potato famine. Um, but anywho, so 
Marlon and Dory finally make it into the Sydney Harbor, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, they probably are like, "Where in the world is the actual right. like address? Like, how but, are we gonna find Forty Two <laughs> Wallaby Way?" Right, <laughs> but they're there, and uh, Nigel overhears that. Doesn't he overhear? Like, like they flop up onto the yes. deck, and he overhears them, and he has to convince them. Can you imagine? Right. Convince Hop them into my mouth <laughs> to jump into his mouth because and, all of the seagulls are there going mine <laughs> <laughs> and he's like i am not jumping into your mouth you're gonna eat me and he's like i know your son i know where he's at if you want um, to live <laughs> <laughs> if you want to live jump in my mouth so they end up jumping in his mouth yes yes they they, they hop in there i think they they take it on on faith basically because the seagulls are coming in they're they're incoming i'd, r- I'd rather be in his mouth than be in a seagull's beak right yeah. let's be real it's at least a, you're not getting smushed it's a much more open space there's a lot more square footage <laughs> in the pelican's mouth in there. <laughs> like, you're gonna be okay yes at least until he swallows you yes so it's a cool action scene where nigel scoops them up scoops up water to keep them alive in there and then is flying away from all the seagulls <laughs> <laughs> mine, 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 it literally mine. looks like a like a war scene like yes. when like all the fighter pilot jets are coming in <laughs> and they're like following you those those uh and then he does a he does a cool move through a sail where he goes sideways and then all the, <laughs> the seagulls plop, plop <laughs> into the into the sail it's fantastic all that's fantastic squeak through so where do they go from there because i don't remember they don't do they actually make it into the window i think yes he gets through the window <laughs> michelle the bird <laughs> yeah the bird remember gets in the window and the dentist is like what's happening oh, yes and then Darla grabs Nemo's thing and starts shaking him. And they're like, yes. no. So Nemo's playing dead because his plan is to get flushed down the drain and all drains lead to the ocean. Yes. But Marlin sees Nemo playing dead. And so yeah. does Dory and the bird. And so, so they, they think, think he's, he's really dead. Yeah. And so they're basically <laughs> like, well, we were came all this way just to see my son's dead body. Gil, the other father figure who like really cares about Nemo at this point, mm-hmm. go, goes in the volcano, does the ring of fire, <laughs> falls out, lands on top of Darla's head. Darla drops Nemo on the thing. His bag breaks. And then he somehow manages to like, like push flop. the tray to flop Nemo down the drain. Yes. Yeah. And then they, he puts Gil back in the, in the water. Yeah, so they're all happy. They're like, yay, he did it. But Nemo, Marlin, and the, and Nigel think that he's dead. Right. So, yeah. So basically, at that point, it's like then Nigel right. takes some takes uh, Marlin and Dory to Back like to, to like a buoy, yeah, to the ocean. It's like I'm sorry. And then dude. Marlin's like, I'm going home, and he has this really sad conversation with Dory, and Dory's like, I it's really sad it's actually. Very like sad. I remember things with you. Like you can't leave me. See, I'll prove myself. It's P. Sherman. Like she's she's trying to do all this stuff. And Marlin, well, and here's the sad part. We just did Wreck It Ralph, mm-hmm. right? Uh, excuse me. We did Ralph, uh, breaks, Ralph the breaks the Internet, and. It's just a different portrayal of um, friendship, friendship and but also like insecurity. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But this was done in a in such a different way that it was not annoying. It was right. like no. it was just I heartbreaking. Can you know it what was, I mean? it, yeah. And at this point, I mean, if I was Marlon, yeah, leave me alone. Yeah. You know, right. but to, to Dory, grieve. she's like, I don't want to be alone again. You know, like at least we're friends now, mm-hmm. you know, but it, it, it it's really hard. And, and it's I can imagine where he feels like 
she would be a constant reminder of like yeah, yeah. not be not being fast of, enough. of him or losing not, yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it, it, but it's, it's sad hard. all the way around. You're like, but don't leave her. Don't. <laughs> I know. You need like, her. Like Dory's actually a really good friend, you know. But it it ends up working out because although he leaves Dory, she forgets everything. She runs into Nemo. And then doesn't remember about Nemo at first, but eventually she does. And she's like, oh, my gosh, I found you. Like, you're not dead. We're going to go find your dad. Right. So they do find him and they have their little hug reunion, which is super cute when they swim into each other's arms. I see the crabs. But then this is where (laughs) we're testing testing Marlin at this point. Is Marlin going to go be okay with Nemo? trying to save all of these fish that are getting sucked into this net. And so this is really like, okay, yes, we're reunited, but are things going to change? Yeah. Are you going to be are the dad that trusts me or yeah. not? Right. And, and he does. He He's like, you know, you're right. I'm going to trust you. And so they're swimming down, Swim down because that's what they did in the, in the fish tank, in the yeah. fish tank with Gil swimming down so that he wouldn't get put in the bag. Mm-hmm. But, and it ends up working, but Nemo kind of gets like hit because he's so tiny. He kind of gets hit, and Marlin's freaking out, but he's okay. So it was really just like the ending of like their relationship arc. Like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, we're okay. Yeah. And then they they go back home, and thank goodness they take Dory with them because I was like, mm-hmm. I would, and you could tell Nemo right away likes Dory. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Nemo right away likes Dory. Mm-hmm. Like they're gonna be friends forever, which they are. You know, they're friends. And this is what's so funny. Like you said, it's like uh, cr- um, Crush is there dropping off Squirt. So I guess. <laughs> yeah, Squirt's going to school. Well, and at this point, Marlon's like a legend. Oh, for right. sure. Like, yes. He's straight up his the, the man. T- he, everybody <laughs> in the ocean's talking about him. So I'm sure the ones who actually helped him, you know, like Crush and Squirt and people, they're like, shoot, let's go live with him. Right. You know? <laughs> let's like, go hang out with Marlon. Let's go hang out with him because the incredible clown they're basically like this, this weird he almost had like a family arc. Like now he has a lot of people who care about him or mm-hmm. who are basically like his family. And he's it's more like Uncle Crush and, you know, mm-hmm. he's more Marlon himself is more confident and, uh, In himself, and yeah. he, he can feel more like himself. He's less PTSD, OCD, and he can finally get through that uh, cucumber, sea cucumber joke. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> Which is like and he's been trying to tell for an hour funny. and a half. It, it's actually funny. <laughs> like the, the punchline. I can't remember exactly, but it, it was actually it was. funny. And then the sharks drop Dory off. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> well, and that's the cool thing is that they act, he finds the family that he lost. Yes. You know what I mean? He does. He's able to. Well, and it's it's the most diverse family that he would have never, ever, 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 Absolutely. ever had. Yeah. Not yeah. even a little bit. He's friends him. with a shark and a turtle and <laughs> a forgetful fish. It's just fantastic. But, you know, it's, it's fun- sad that it took this whole journey for them to get there because that's like super depressing. Yes. But, you know, that that's what makes a good story. So, mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Well, and the one thing that we d- I didn't bring up, which is I think my favorite running joke through this movie, mm-hmm. it really is hilarious to me, is that Dory only calls Nemo Nemo maybe <laughs> once or twice. Like, Oh, you're saying Harpo? <laughs> I'm pretty sure she called him like Chico. 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 When she calls him Chico, yeah. He's trying like, to look for his son Fabio. <laughs> <laughs> And I just feel like that was an Ellen to generous thing. For sure. Like, but she gosh. literally has so many Fantastic. names for him. That's my favorite running joke. Hilarious. She finally, uh, even at the end, she's like, bye, Miko, Miklo. And she's like, he's like, it's Nemo. Bye, Nemo. <laughs> you know, something like that. But oh it, it, it's quite funny. Yeah. And then um, um, another thing I want to talk about is like the score 
for this movie is beautiful. Yeah, like I remember in the opening scenes with like all of the coral mm-hmm. and everything like that. It's like this very like like ethereal, like very ethereal song that's also like engraved in my brain at this oh, point. For sure. Like I hear that and I'm like, that's Finding Nemo. But the score is beautiful. So whoever did the score for this, and it sounds like the ocean. Yeah. Like I don't know how they did that, but it does. Like it fits. Perfectly. The music Agreed. was done by Mr. Thomas Newman. Well, you did a good job, Thomas Newman. He, Thank he, you, Tommy. He was also in the music department for Wally. I don't think he, he wasn't. Ooh, the, he wasn't the composer. Yeah, though. but it has some similar themes to Wally, kind yeah, of. Yeah, like ethereal. Just sounds mm-hmm. like water. Very, very good. He did saving and Mr. Then, Banks. And then, of course, <laughs> I love the ending credit song, "Somewhere Beyond the Sea." Obviously, because I walked out to that song on my wedding. Obviously. Definitely a different version of that song, a slow <laughs> version, but you know. Yes, you did, oh. and I, I cried, and Andre cried because it was I, the perfect I, I, song. I definitely for me. cried. <laughs> that was literally I couldn't have walked out. Well, it was so much the song, song that was doing it for. It was like the whole ordeal and. Oh, the, you mean Michelle being yes. so gorgeous? Well, I remember <laughs> being in the back and being like, "Dad, we can't walk out until she starts singing." <laughs> <laughs> we have to stand here and then make them wait. And then when she starts singing, we'll walk out. Because I was trying wait. to be dramatic. It was so. dramatic. It was. it was beautiful. It was, I really liked it. I looked at Michelle. Good. I went, <gasps> and then I thought, I'm not going to cry. I'm going to look at Andre. And I look at Andre, and he started and to cry. I'm like, no. Andre is bawling. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we didn't and, and I and I got proposed to in front of the Little Mermaid, so this is some ocean themes going on. But <laughs> what's to be expected of Michelle? Nothing less. We didn't talk about this, but uh, I, I don't remember if it's after like uh, Nemo and Marlin are united. But you see the rest of the fish tank crew; they they actually get oh, out. Their yes. their plan works. So Gil and and it's the like rest after of them, the credits. Yeah, yeah, it must be after the credits. So Gil and the rest of them they get out into their bags they roll out the window they cross the street they hop into the ocean and the then starfish is like oh that's the longest the shortest red light i've ever seen <laughs> and then they're like well now what and, and they're, they're all in just the in bags, bags. <laughs> floating on top i'm like, on top I'm like of the hoping ocean. in my mind that <laughs> nigel comes and like pops them all exactly. with his yeah. or something, that would be nice. you know <laughs> or even the seagulls are gonna be like hmm oh yeah we get in there and they, they might pop it and then they'll just fall down yeah. or something Whew. you know uh, that that's kind of how I want to view that. But <laughs> all right, let's talk Easter eggs, just because it is Pixar, so there yeah. are some Easter eggs of course. here. Um, Buzz, I think I saw Buzz Lightyear you once. Did see yes. Buzz. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just gonna. I have them all screenshot, so I'm just gonna go through the Perfect. list of stuff that I found. So. this is funny too, is that pretty much every time we go back into the dentist office, you either see like the waiting room and you hear like the ridiculous stuff that's happening inside the dentist office. If I was the parent of a kid out there, I would have been like, no. At one point when Nigel is in there and he's like flapping around and knocking stuff over and the kid in there is like screaming and then the kid in the waiting room was like, oh my God. That's the exact (laughs) picture I'm looking at. It's the kid's like eyes that are like, I am not going in there. He's holding a magazine that he's reading and the... Outside of the magazine cover has the um, advertisement for The Incredibles. Oh, on the yeah. So w- we watched when the you gave us the DVD, it had like the commercials for like mm-hmm. movies to come out, and I think Incredibles was coming yeah, out. Yeah, that like, trailer, soon. Yeah, exactly. which is a scene that's not in the Incredibles movie, which is really cool. Right? Don't you don't you love when that happens? <laughs> trying to put on a belt. Um, <laughs> we we talked about this in Monsters Inc., but in one part of Monsters Inc. at the end, when um, Sully's putting Boo back into her room, mm-hmm. she's handing him toys because she doesn't want him to leave. Yes. Now that I have a toddler, that is exactly what they do, mm-hmm. and she hands him a Finding Nemo toy. Oh. It's like it is Nemo. Um, in Toy Story 3, when they're inside of the, you know, they go to the crazy daycare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Um, Mr. Ray 
the the manta mm-hmm. <laughs> the manta ray the manta he ray. is on a on a shelf he's mm-hmm. hanging out as a steffi um you were right buzz Lightyear is like near the toy chest in the dentist office yeah laying yeah. on the floor saw that one. um he saw that one on in toy story uh, two Nemo is in a painting on a toy chest in Andy's room. Oh. And what else? Oh, and then at the end credits, you see Mike Wazowski swimming through with a snorkel. <laughs> That's funny. Cute. Yes. Did you see the Pizza Planet truck? I think it did it go by outside the window. It, go, yeah, it goes okay. by when they're planning their escape and they show them like rolling out the window. You it, see the pizza. It, it drives, drives by. by. I it's didn't real, see it, but it's Andre very fast. Andre well, pointed it out because I found one that said it's very similar. It's like if you blink, you'll miss it. Mm-hmm. They say that in Finding Nemo, you see Luigi from Cars, and it does look oh. like a little Fiat, like a little yellow mm-hmm. Fiat, and it looks like the windshield could be white where his eyes, where his are, eyes are. Yeah, oh, okay. but you can't really, really tell. tell. Yeah. So I mean. Maybe, but uh, yeah. who, knows, who knows, right? Yeah. But then the last one is A113, our normal recurring, mm-hmm. is on the outside of P. Sherman's um, camera when he's going to take the picture of oh. Nemo yes. Oh. yes. So yes, it's yes. up in the corner on his... Marlin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there you go. All right. So those are some good ones. Some Pixar Easter eggs. P. Sherman, 42 Wild Away Savings. And we haven't really got to do Easter eggs that much because we've been doing like primarily like Walt Disney movies, especially the yeah. old ones. Right. You're not going to have. There's not a lot of. Yeah. No hidden Mickey. You don't want to see like a Cinderella <laughs> Easter egg for, uh, I don't know, Pocahontas? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not <laughs> right. really. No. Not, uh, <laughs> I'm not okay on that. On, uh, so on this movie ones. is still very, very popular. Yeah. There's like oh, a yeah. whole area in Epcot that's like. Finding Nemo themed and under the sea. There's the crush show. I think there might be a ride somewhere or other, but like, I'm assuming this movie made some bank. Oh yeah. Um, this movie had a $94 million budget, which is, uh, Oh, that's kind of hefty. It's pretty high, you know, but it has a worldwide gross of $940 million. Oh, so they fine. This movie almost made a billion bucks in 2003. By, oh, so that's nuts. just that one year. So that's oh, that's uh, just the movie. I, that's not like the releases and stuff. I, I mean, that, that's that's with all its releases, but I don't think it was re-released. Wow. That 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 many times. Like they might have done like a 3D re-release or something like that. But um, that's mostly foreign. So it has 380 million dollars domestic, and then 559 million dollars foreign. So uh, crazy. People be liking their Nemo. <clears throat> Absolutely. Yeah. I would love to know how people in Australia like this movie. You know, yeah, you I wonder if it's primarily an Australian thing. I really I like, like that. it. I, I think that's that's very interesting that they decided to set it in Australia and they have a bunch of people with Australian accents. Right, yes. Right, yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> crush is there. Um, but do they think that it's like overly is it, done? Is it like pandering you know or something? <laughs> Who knows? They might. Um, if, if, if so, the. the they didn't uh, speak about that with the, with the critics because the critics loved this movie oh, yeah. when it came out. This movie has a ninety nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow, ninety nine. Well, <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't disagree because, like I said, I don't think there's anything wrong with. And this at the tam- time it came out, like we're we're having to remember too that this was like one of Pixar's original stories. Like it was an original story. It was something different. And they hyped this movie up for a while. Like, I remember seeing just, like, a little tidbit of an ocean, Finding Nemo. Mm. You know, like, stuff like that. So, I understand why it was so popular. Well, and I think that the, even now, rewatching it, what, however many years later, 
I think it's. The, I think we're recording this on like its 16th anniversary. Actually, the animation is beautiful, gorgeous. So if we're mm-hmm. looking that far in the future, I mean, think about other movies that came out that same time, and you're like, that is awful. No, this movie blew my mind when I saw it. I mean, I loved it. Like it. It's very good. So I'll go ahead and give it my rating. I'm giving this movie a nine and a half. Because it's really why didn't why am I not giving it a ten? I don't know because <laughs> it, it's very very. I'll give it a ten. It holds, okay, it, it holds up for me. It's like I I yeah, like it's just really good. It's like high up there with Wally for me in the Pixar movie realm, and it, and it has water, so you know it has water. Oh, um, sorry. yeah, uh, I think I'm gonna give this movie a nine point five myself. Um. It's it's really good. I, I love all the characters in it. Dory is a fantastic creation. Mm-hmm. I love Crush. I love Nigel. I love like everybody in the, Willem Dafoe plays Gil. That's that's crazy. Uh <laughs> the Green Goblin is in this movie. It's hilarious. Um, I, dig it. I know when you told me that I was like, Oh, he kinda looks like Gil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th- this movie is really fun, has a great story, has a great um message, and uh it it it's extremely well executed uh also like this is a kids movie that i would feel no regrets showing my kids some of the princesses ones get a little wonky with like the old-fashioned like themes, messaging but like stuff. i could show this to my kid and be like cool like yeah. they can watch it all they you want see what i have to go through every time you disappear you see you see this i gotta cross <laughs> the whole ocean <laughs> i'm gonna give this movie a nine as well not so much because of my own my own like feelings on it but just because it's that good, it's good. like yeah. it really is good it's just not my favorite story right. per se mm-hmm. cup of which is still basically how i feel about finding dory so um, nathan lane who who voices timon in the lion king he said that this is his favorite movie his favorite animated movie oh he's in the like lion ever. king and he said that this is his favorite animated movie well, That's hilarious. Just different kind of animals, I guess. <laughs> He's like, I am impartial the to ocean, these to other kind of animals. <laughs> That's so and funny. the jungle. And uh, you know, Luis is in the other room, but we'll get his <laughs> we'll get his his thing in a second. In another point, day. Yes. Um in the meantime, what are we doing next week? Next we time. are doing, I think, our final princess movie. Is it our final one? I think I mean, it's I our guess. final princess movie. For now. Until another until one an, comes uh, yeah, out, I guess. Until another one comes out, yes. We are going to be doing the... Did we do Tangled? Yeah. Heck yes, we did Tangled. <laughs> okay, then it's our final princess movie. Yes. <laughs> we are doing the OG, the original Snow White and the Seven Doors. Yes, this movie came out in 1937. This movie is older than your grandma, okay? Oh, all right. <sighs> <laughs> older than your grandma he said older than your grandma <coughs> we're doing it we're going back to the original movie it's been a long time coming we've put it off we're doing it yeah we'll see how well it holds up I remember watching I remember you know how many times I'm going to say that next week I remember rewatching this Snow White in college and I didn't like it as much as when I watched it when I was a kid so we'll see how it stacks up I haven't watched this movie in years and years and years and years Luis and I watched it we we bought it on on Blu-ray oh perfect we can borrow it a couple Probably about a year ago now, mm-hmm. and Luis's eyes looked at me like, "What, <laughs> what is are we this? watching?" <laughs> so, I'm really interested to talk about it because yeah. we have to think about it in time period. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. this isn't even like a s- movie from the '60s, right? No, no. Movie from the, the '30s. 30s. Like, you know what I'm gonna almost like think mm-hmm. about it. 
we're closer to it being 100 years old yeah. than we are to it being 50 years Holy old. Like, God. that's kind of insane. Oh I'm going to watch this movie, and then I'm going to watch Maleficent. That's what I'm going to do. You know, Just Maleficent kidding. is based off Sleeping Beauty, though, This right? is so awkward right now. <laughs> <laughs> I wish everyone could see my face right I now. I need more coffee. <laughs> I need more coffee. I went through the full ranges of grief on my face in, like, five Hey, Luis, Luis, Luis. What is your rating of uh, oh the Finding Nemo? <laughs> it's on the the Finding Nemo. The Finding Nemo. The Finding Nemo. The Nemo's defined. I'll give it a seven. Seven. Oh, seven. Out of Dang. ten. Dang. took it down. It wasn't the greatest Because of the movie. animation or because of the no, story? No, just... Uh, uh, <laughs> Did you, it's, it's a seven because I don't want to be mean and it, is, it doesn't warrant an explanation. Yeah. <laughs> Adeline. Dang. Adeline. Do you like Finding Nemo? Do you mm. like Finding Nemo? She said, yeah. She did say yes, but she I will yeah. tell you this. It took us three different nights to watch it, mm-hmm. and uh, she got yeah. very uninterested every time. Okay. Oh, interesting. Which, is, which, again, I wonder if it's because she's like me, where, like, as a kid, it just wasn't, it's like, hitting uh, her. Well, right. there's certain yeah. movies that hit with, it depends on the age of the kid, For man. sure. Like, yeah. there was no music, there was no singing, yeah. so she didn't care. That's yeah, true, Because yeah. Addie is a dancer. Like, yeah. she wants to get up and dance. And Pixar movies are honestly a little bit older theme. Like, they have For to be sure. a little bit older, but I bet you she'll love Toy Story first. Oh, because it because it's more kids. Yeah, yeah, it is. Oh, for sure. For sure. All right, we are peacing out. We are. Hold on, tell them about what we're going to do after that though because that that's Oh yes. Up. So, oh. after Snow White, after we go back to the beginning, we're jumping up to very recently a uh, new purchase by Disney. We're going to do a second Summer of Marvel. <laughs> Summer <laughs> of Marvel. Yeah, so we have yet to decide which which Marvel movies we're going to watch. We're going to need watch, y'all's input too. So. Aside from the I think three or four that we did last we did year. Last We've year. got, uh, I think, 18 other movies to choose from. So here's <laughs> the deal, everyone. We did our Summer of Marvel last year. You guys loved it. And we, we're we really excited to do it again. So I think what we'll do is we'll do some, like, voting. Yeah. Like, maybe we'll do in the next couple of weeks, like, some tiered voting mm-hmm. yeah. to see which ones that we come up with. Because... Yeah. I we mean, need, we, we need to know. We can just uh, we can pick them, but we yeah. want you to like them too. Yeah, we can do all. We can do sequels. We can we can do whatever. Whatever. We can do whatever you want. y'all want, because let's be real. Some of the sequel Captain America is better than the original Captain America. So, Winter Soldier is the biz. I think Winter that's Soldier one of my favorite. Is the Winter, biz Winter Soldier is my number one. We might do out that of all one. of them. Yeah, of we them. might really do that one. I don't know. Let us know. Let us know. <laughs> All right, and you can let us know by visiting us on social media. We are at The Walt Vault Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hit us up on any of those to let us know which Marvel movies we should talk about. Instagram is kind of the hot one, though. You can also send us an email to contact at thewaltvaultpod.com. If you do that, I will uh, read your message on the show because I like me an email. Um, You can support us by subscribing. Whatever podcast platform you're on, just hit the subscribe button. We're on iTunes and Spotify and Stitcher and Google Play and YouTube. We're everywhere. Uh, Leave a comment down below. Let us know how you liked Finding Nemo, what your score is, uh, what your favorite animal is, all all that good stuff. And uh, you can also support us on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash the Walt Vault Pod and get access to our after show, Cracking the Vault. Uh, I post my notes, and uh, there's some Kingdom Hearts gameplays on there. So check them all out. Oh, okay. Bye. Addie's just going to talk over me. That's fine, because we are done. She guys. talks over me all the time. <laughs> Welcome to my world. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, okay, that's it, you guys. The vault is now closed.